Good morning for Wednesday, December 19, 2012. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. State leaders propose curbs on guns. Benghazi panel strongly assails State Department role and Obama facing critical choice after shooting. In this morning's national headlines, Boehner plan delays fight over spending cuts. And an army general will face a court-martial on a series of sexual misconduct charges. In today's financial headlines, the Dow Jones was up 115 yesterday. Data brokers come under federal scrutiny. And in an unusual move, Cerberus will sell its gun company. There will be more business stories, more national and international news, too, a roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories titled State Leaders Propose Curbs on Guns. Even before the final funeral was held, the first concrete responses to the massacre in Newtown, Connecticut, began emerging on Tuesday. As state leaders proposed measures to curb gun violence, corporations distanced themselves from an event that has traumatized the nation, and the White House pointed to gun control measures President Obama would champion in the months ahead. The reactions were considerably more broad-based than what followed previous mass shootings, coming from Republicans as well as Democrats, from gun control advocates, as well as those who favored gun rights in the past, and even from the corporate and retail worlds, and proponents of stricter controls on firearms said they were cautiously optimistic that something concrete would be enacted. In California, Democratic leaders introduced legislation mandating background checks and one-year permits for anyone who wants to purchase ammunition there. In Michigan, a Republican governor vetoed legislation that would have permitted concealed weapons in schoolhouses. And a private equity company announced it would sell off the company that manufactured the high-powered assault rifle used in the Newtown shootings. The National Rifle Association broke its silence with what it called an important statement from the National Rifle Association, saying that the organization, which has steadfastly fought almost any gun control legislation on the federal and state level, was potentially reconsidering its position. The NRA is prepared to offer meaningful contributions to make sure this never happens again, the statement said. It did not offer details. This is hardly the first time that a mass killing on American soil produced promises to curb firearms, only to see those efforts falter as memories faded and powerful gun advocates rose up in the halls of Washington or in state houses. In some cases, moves were not presented as a permanent shift in policy. One of them was an announcement by Dick Sporting Goods that it would stop selling many kinds of arms, which could produce significant revenue losses for the chain. Even as this was happening, millions of American gun owners, about 40% of American households report having a gun, remained deeply resistant to any moves to curtail Second Amendment gun rights, and not all the moves announced Tuesday pointed to stricter gun controls. In Ohio, Governor John Kasich, a Republican, announced he would sign legislation that would allow people to keep guns in their cars at the statehouse garage, make it easier to renew licenses to carry concealed weapons. Still, the cascading development since the Friday shooting led one of the leading gun control organizations, the Brady Campaign to Prevent Gun Violence, to proclaim a legal and cultural groundswell in the nation's view of firearms. We've never seen anything like this before, 
said Brian Malty, the director of mobilization for the Brady campaign.